Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! All right, I'm here with Max. Max Pond is, uh, the name is going by this time, but... I talked to him off air about the story just to make sure it was okay to uh, say before we got going. But uh, I always know him as Max Ron Dorn. I met this kid when he was like 13 or 14, uh, training over at Buffalo BJJ. I watched him come up through the ranks. I watched him fight. I watched him go from like 13 to the man he is today. Uh, I haven't seen him in a really long time. He's been out of town. So this is me catching up with him while you guys are here watching us too. So, uh, like, we got into the story a little bit earlier, Max, but no, everyone watching now doesn't know what uh, what we're talking about. So, can you get into yeah. why you changed your last name? Uh, so, I changed my last name to, so, no, I changed, my name is Max around Pond now. Uh, I changed it because um, I had a fight four years ago for SC, uh, SCP, and, um, yeah, it's the fact that I'm live, so it's like, you know, getting me choked up, but I... Uh, yeah. <laughs> But um, uh, so my fight, um, when I so I had a fight that night. Um, it was in February, and uh, the moment I was stepped in the cage, I felt like something in me died, and like um, I didn't have the will to fight no more, and everything. And it was my grandmother; she passed away, and um, she was like my she was like my mother to me and like just losing that I really lost the you know I, it was just a death that was very heavy for me you know there's so much the depth the magnitude of it um it was a lot you know what i mean i promised her you know i wanted i even told her like you know i'm gonna go pro before you know she passed away but um even like you know, a couple months before the fight, um, <laughs> I still have some still carrying guilt for it. But like we had like this really bad, you know, argument, and like you know, we both said some horrible things, and you know, I'm just using this fight camp, you know, as a means to grieve, as a means to heal. And it is personal, you know. I don't know, you know. I don't know any. I don't know anything about the guy I'm fighting, but I know one thing about fighting is nothing is promised until that cage is locked. So even if I'm not fighting him, I'm fighting someone else. You know, this is for a purpose, for for myself, just to heal and. Yeah, and if you're watching here, head on over to YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe. Thank you, Ben Field. That's a way to, to break up an emotional moment. Uh, thanks, Ben. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's one of the commentators on, on the cartoon. And uh, that, that couldn't come at a better time, man, because uh, Max uh, Max has been going by Max Dorn, and he changed his name to Pond to to honor his grandma in this fight. And that's uh, that's one of the things that we, we talked about right before we came on the air. And uh, uh, it was a lot easier before there's a lot of pressure on and then there's pressure on the talk and then like the emotions hit dude when it's live too. And like, I understand because- uh, Yeah, man, cause you know, it's just me. And, it's like, you know, just between me and you, it's like, you know, 
I, I, I'm familiar with you. I'm comfortable with you. So like, you know, it's easy to be vulnerable. Like now it's like ears and everything. I can feel it. You know, I can feel people tuning in, watching. Yeah. I just imagine them in their underwear and then I laugh. <laughs> They're probably all flabby like Ben. Brothers, he's already proud of you. Everything you else you do is extra. That's what uh, Ben man. says. And that's true, man. Like, um, so like I was oh, saying I earlier, that, you were like 13 or 14. You started out. Did you start out with jujitsu or did you start out with uh, kickboxing? Can't remember now. Um, I started with uh, Muay Thai. But, um, yeah. I was doing, at the, at the same time, I was doing like, you know, high school wrestling, mm-hmm. um, middle school wrestling and everything like that. So it was, I had the conditioning of uh, wrestling for the, you know, Muay Thai and everything. And, yeah, like I said, like, you know, six months, I think six months into it, I had my first fight. And it was, I don't really remember a lot of it. <laughs> Most, a lot of fights I, I don't really remember, you know, I, like, I, like, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I, I could still feel it, you know, but I can't yeah. really recollect my thoughts to it. I've, uh, I watched a lot of your fights. Uh, I cornered you for some and I, I watched in the crowd for others. Uh, you and Keith like really, uh, got together a lot and he cornered you for most of those fights. And, uh, it was like something to watch you grow, dude. Uh, we watched you really grow up in, in the cage. Like, you literally went from being a kid into being a man in front of our eyes, and you did it in, in front of the world. Like, you you fought a lot of more dive fights in that time. And then uh, then you went over to MMA. And uh, what year did you start fighting MMA in? I think it was, what was it, like, uh, 8, 20, 2017? 20, something was, like that? Was, yeah, something like that, because I remember – Graduating you high school. Fight, uh, you were going to fight Skinner, right? You were going to fight Scott Skinner? Or is that just in my imagination? No, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up fighting uh, Eric. I think. Yeah. No, uh, Alex, Alex. No, I fought yeah. Alex Cassiano. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I Yo, man, that. I, oh, I you, know what's, you know what's crazy? Like, I, like, what's crazy about that fight is still it, you know, it really changed the trajectory trajectory of my own journey to the yeah. point where like you know i've been like really just into boxing like i gave boxing like really you know like he showed me boxing and like it's like yo this is a beautiful discipline this is a beautiful sport yeah and i, I found a good coach down here you know that's a boxing coach and it's some it's high level down here man <laughs> Yeah, dude, this is a whole different sport, man. I think I got a little something from Sparta. Yeah, I see that little shine. It's nice. It's like makeup, though, kind of. You should be careful showing it off. People are going to start talking. Yeah, man. (laughs) That was supposed to originally be an MMA fight, right? It was supposed to be an MMA fight against Skinner, and then you fought Alex, and he wanted to do boxing. Boxing? And TNT, right? That was TNT. That was a TNT outside. The first one that did that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It was. This, this is way, way back. I, yeah. Man, I, I was like lifetimes ago. It feels yeah. like a past life. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I remember that. I remember call. I called that's that. Cr- I remember it. And uh, that, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I forgot until just now. I remember you were supposed to fight Skinner, and I forgot what happened. And then you fought Alex. That's crazy. That is, like, so crazy. That's you, know what, you know what's crazy? I, you, you know what's crazy is I remember your reaction to Keith when uh, Keith told you who I was fighting. Yeah. And you looked at him crazy, and he was just like, 
<laughs> yeah, like I don't know who I was fighting. I didn't care. I was like, you know, like <laughs> I was like, but you know, even to this day, I, I still don't care who I fight. I just, you know, just fighting, win or lose, you know, I'm never gonna like. You can't, can't kill me. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, Alex Castellano is like a nine-one pro right now. Like he is a phenomenal boxer, and uh, that was the first time he ever kickboxed. But he didn't really throw any kicks. He just basically boxed. And dude, you hung in there with him. It was a good fight. Like it was a lot better than I expected. Uh, Alex is like a super skilled kid, and like I'm just saying, it's different between Scott yeah. Skinner and Alex Castellano. No offense to Scott Skinner, is like it's worlds different. Like. I'll put you in there with, with Skinner anytime, but like, man, like Alex, even then, Alex was kind of like, you know, it was just a little bit of a, uh, if it was MMA, it would be a mismatch for you towards Alex, but like in a striking match, like, I was just like, oh man, I don't know if Keith knows how good Alex really is. Like, cause Alex is just like a little, 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 he looks like a nice kid, you know, he doesn't look like he can fight, but he can, he can really fight, you know. And, uh, Absolutely. Like and I, you know, I saw, you know, I actually found his Instagram and like, you know, just seeing how far he came. You know, just anybody from Buffalo, man, like, it's just, it's just, you know, that's my home. So, like, I, anybody I see that's just striving or just, like, you know, just getting it, it's like, you know, I'm I'm proud. Like, it's just all love. Yeah, that's amazing, dude. Um, where are you living now? Uh, right now I live in uh, Stanford, Connecticut. What brought you out there? I know, I know you moved. I didn't really know why you moved. Uh, just like family or work or it was, it, it was like um. So it's like my dad's best friend, and like his family and everything, and like um, we would like visit over like over like you know summertime and everything, whatever. My dad had vacation time or something, and then yeah. um, um, so I called my uncle. So my uncle came. Uh, when my grandmother's passing away and everything, he just saw how I was living and everything. Um, and he knew he knew that I was going to be homeless or that I was going to be like, you know, out and about trying to figure things out. So he just offered me to like come down to Stanford. And then like, so I just, you know, I had nothing to lose. I threw, basically went down there with two sweatpants, two shirts for like, and just went down there for nothing. Mm-hmm. And for six months, I was just wearing the same two outfits. But, yeah. you know, it takes time to start over and really set roots. But I I think I set it my foundations. I got, you know, I worked my way to get my own things. Got my, you know, pay raises in my, you know, field of trade. And um, even started my own Muay Thai program. The only one in Stanford, the only one in the city right now. So, trying to take advantage of the the opportunity or the, the business side of martial arts. Yeah, and you guys are fighting. You're you're it's an MMA fight, right? Uh, yes, it's a advanced yeah, so, movies and everything. Yeah, where are you? Uh, where are you doing your ground at? I sounds like you're uh, you're running a Muay Thai program, and too like. I know you're uh, you're times legit. Like you come from Keith Ferrant lineage, like WTBA. Absolutely. And, uh, dude, you've been fighting since you're like 13, dude. Like we know, <laughs> we know that you can fight for sure. <laughs> um. So I, I trained at a place called Groundwork Jiu-Jitsu. Um. He's a uh, the coach there, professor there, uh, Evan. Um. He's a very you know cool dude, and uh, he actually he comes from the Central. Um. 
and uh, I, I went up there a couple of times and it's, it's pretty high level, man. And like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's different just being somewhere where it's high level and, you know, it's just a whole, it's just, I don't know, I feel like that, you know, at Boom, at Buffalo United too, like it's just that feeling where it yeah. feels like there's something special, you know, just something special here, like the energy and everything. I love it too. Maybe maybe it's but, that essential uh, the essential leadership. I'm not sure because Boom is essential too, and they're uh, too. Like Professor JT is an awesome guy, and like the energy there is like really good. Um, it's kind of cool, and like it's cool. Like you continue your journey, your journey, and you're like almost with the you're saying with the same affiliation. Like you're still doing tie. Yeah, and it's crazy like, how how small it's crazy how small the road is, and like and I realized that I was like you know I. I realized, you know, coming back into fighting, like, I want to be the best in the Northeast, like, you know, the flyest flyweight in the Northeast, you know, for 2024 and everything. And, like, it's, it's doable. Yeah, you're coming in, you're fighting a, a pretty tough opponent. You're fighting, um, I might butcher his name, but you're fighting uh, Jason uh, Schmelzer. He is one and one. He lost by guillotine choke, and he won on the last K4 card by rear naked choke against uh, Zach, U- Zach Uterbank. Uh Zach was coming from the 765 team, who like, although we like tease back and forth a lot, uh, their grappling is not uh, not like essential jujitsu level. Their their grappling is more like uh, you know, like like a MMA style grappling. It's not really like a high level jujitsu. Um, no offense to, to you guys. I don't mean like your jujitsu is not okay. It's just not like um, uh, Max is training with guys that are like some of the best in the world. Like Professor JT Torres is like one of the best guys in the entire world. And uh, those are the, the, the type of people Max is training with. And I'm sure uh, Jason's uh, jujitsu is super impressive too. He put uh, Zach to sleep with a rear naked choke last fight, except uh, Zach put his chin up and then he got the, the choke sunk in. So I know you're not going to make that mistake. Uh, are you looking for more of a grappling match or more of a striking match with Jason? I'm looking for just a fight. You know what I mean? It goes where it goes, but I'm just looking for a fight. I'm, I'm a free fighter. So yeah. if I'm, I feel confident standing up. I feel confident going to the ground. I'm I just I'm confident everywhere. I, I have no worries where I go because I'll be good. So the, the fight's Saturday. What day are you coming into town? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday night. Um, so nice. Drive up there and uh, visit family and everything. Uh, friends, cool, family. And just, That's so awesome. You get to fight at home. You get to come back. Are you going to get in there and train with Keith before the fight? Or I would love to. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would you love for him to wrap my hands, too. Like, I feel like absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. If you get there early enough, Keith might be able to wrap your hands. But like Keith is like super busy, dude. He's got the suit on. He's running around. He's doing all kinds of shit, like taking care of the show. Um, uh, like it, it's uh, it's a little bit tough for him to do all that stuff with the suit on. Once he gets the suit on, man, you know he's uh he's in for the the business part of uh the the show. But uh, man, it's so cool. Uh, Joe's still there though, so uh, I think Joe wraps their their guy's hands uh when uh. Uh, Keith's not working there. Sorry, I kind of broke up. I was like, uh, 
when Keith got the suit on, he's doing all the business part of uh, K4. But uh, I'm pretty sure that Joe is still there, Joe Hacken. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that he wrapped yeah. his hands in the back uh, before the fights for the for the guys. Um, Joe, you know any you know any anybody at you know Buffalo United, you know they wrap my hands and be hard. Yeah, oh, man, people don't know like. We, I spent a lot of time with you over there. We we did a, a couple camps together at Buffalo United, and like I always like trying with you. You're like one of my <laughs> you're so light. It was always like, hey man, you was you were with my ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> you always with my ass. I, <laughs> I remember I was like 13 or something. I came out, uh, you know, the back room and uh, at Buffalo BJJ. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come out. I remember Cherish. She looked at me all bloody up, and she looked at you. Uh, she was like, what's wrong with you, Katie, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I it's, 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 it's fighting, man. It's fighting. Yeah, I mean, in my defense, you were trying to, to fight fight. You weren't, like, just coming to train. Like, you're really fighting, man. And, like, it's just disrespectful to you to be, like, super nice to you. And you, like, come hard as shit, too. Like, so. It, 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 I feel like, because, you know, when I was a kid, I just felt like, you know, all the adults are, like, you know, with hold back and like i felt like holding back it's like doing me a disservice mm -hmm. you know in the long run because like if i'm just walking about trying to defend myself and someone come out you know just trying to run up on me and everything and like there's no weight class there's no nothing i'm gonna have to fight for my life yeah and like you know real life applications to the martial arts for sure do you're uh, you're a pretty deep guy, man. Uh, I didn't realize how deep you were when I first uh, when we were first training. Uh, it wasn't until you moved and I started like reading the stuff that you post on social media that I uh, I actually saw that you're a pretty deep guy, man. And uh, I wish I would have spent more time like talking with you instead of punching you in the face. But uh, we're gonna come back and we get a chance to uh, to wrap it up a little bit. Absolutely, and uh, you know. It's probably you know part of my fault too, you know, growing up because like I was very, I didn't really trust people and like I didn't yeah. like being warm or open, so I didn't really talk to nobody or like even the way I was conditioned too was to like not speak unless spoken to. So like that kind of I had to break out of that. Even like speaking to you right now, like I couldn't really speak or articulate my sentences or nothing like that. And now I'm able to because I mean you know I'm able to speak and everything like that. Yeah, it's an important part of growing up to being a person, man. Like, uh, like you, you have to be able to articulate what you're thinking uh, and be your own best advocate at times because people don't care. They'll just walk right over you if you don't get a, if you don't speak up. And uh, that's kind of how the world works. Um, that brings me back. I don't. I love that picture that you posted the other day of Abuma. I remember that picture when you're training so hard. Like you were like, I don't know if you were sleeping in a gym or like. You were just there, like, and no one else was there. But oh, dude, yeah. you were—that was crazy, man. Can you, uh, yeah, you tell me about the, the origins of that picture? Because I've always wondered, and I, <laughs> I know how late you'd be there working. Um. So for that 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 story, I think I was getting ready for it was an MMA fight. I don't. I forgot who I was fighting. It, it could have been a. No, it was it was a it was tie fights. No, I, I forgot to be honest. But I was training for something, <laughs> and um. I would take the bus, you know, to catch, try to catch uh, the 7 a.m. class. And then I would just, you know, chill there for a little bit and then maybe go for a run and then go for the noon class and then chill for a little bit. 
and then you know stay and everything maybe try to find food in the kitchen you know i mean not try to find food or just a little bug one of the co-workers you know not the co-workers or just the, 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 the one of the cooks in the kitchen you know yeah. give me some free food or something you know hook me up starving but uh but yeah that was like you know day in day out sometimes and like i didn't have a car at the time man like it it was something different because it i felt i felt like i felt like i was just living in my purpose as if i'm living like a hunter gatherer you know way back in my primal um life and i just felt everything was aligned just the training itself and just the way it is and it's kind of it's kind of vague because it's been so long you know but um at a point i did i was sleeping at you know buffalo united for a good uh three months um i uh <laughs> it was you know certain things happened and i just had to get out of dodge um so stay there and it was it was it was, it was tough because I remember one night I was locked out and I couldn't get in. So I just had to sleep outside. And it was like, you know, Buffalo in the winter time. Yeah. You know, it, was, it ain't no joke. And I'm right by the water. So I'm like, this shit was cold. And like, I remember I had to, I remember this, this is a show, you know, it's my, it's my childhood show. It's called, um, what is it called? It's called Avatar The Last Airbender. And um, there's, a, there's a scene, right? It's uh, with Iroh. And he's teaching his nephew Zuko how to fire breathe because he's about to into he's about to infiltrate the North Pole and he's about to be in sub zero temperatures. And um, he had to learn how to fire breathe. And it's just like, you know, real life application. And um so that's what I started doing outside. I started fire breathing, just like, you know, breathing in like nasal breathing, uh, filling up my uh just diaphragmic breathing, filling my belly, and then really compressing it to create that heat and like you know exhale you're not really like you know consciously exhaling when you're compressing the muscles or the um, abdominal muscles in it's uh it's like exhaling naturally so you just all you're doing is inhaling so you're kind of saving your energy to you know produce more heat man that's crazy yeah man and like it was the most like profound experience in my life too like it it is something to me, like spiritually, like, you know what I mean? Like, that was an experience, man. Like, I could talk about it, like, more in depth, or maybe you could say that for next time. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, what's your plans for fighting? Are you going to continue fighting for K4? I know it's a, a haul for you. We're just using this to get back to town and visit a little bit and come back and uh, um, like get back into the game, or, or what, what's going on? When was the last time you fought? You haven't fought since what? Since, uh, 2020. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't fight because, like I said, I was grieving my grandmother. And like, yeah. all that happened in that fight at night. And, like, you know, it was even crazy during that fight. Some of my things in the fight uh, of locker room got stolen. And I remember being so angry that I remember. It, I remember just throwing my lock at the wall and like I, I felt like you know there's a the hole is still there or something because they don't really check that but, but shit was grimy yeah. <laughs> shit was grimy like how are you gonna do that to another fellow warrior you know especially in Dude. the same corner room 
That's so crazy. Like that happened to um, Brett Malone. Brett Malone fought two shows ago now, and uh, he was cutting weight at I'm not sure where what gym it was. LA Fit maybe something like yeah. that. Or uh, and someone stole two hundred dollars out of his wallet. Uh, so Damn, uh, yeah, like it, it sucked for him. Uh, so I ended up giving him uh, fight of the night. Uh, so me and Ray, uh, and sometimes uh, I have with JCR Transport, our sponsor. Uh, uh, gives us money, but I, I give away at least $400 every fight. Um, start with 400 of my own money, and then whatever else I get, I add on top of it. So, for fight of the night, we give uh, $100 to each person or whatever we get in. Uh, submission of the night, we give $100 to, and uh, knockout night, we give $100 to. So, uh, hopefully, we can. So, what if it's a fight of the night and submission knockout? Like you choke the person out and it goes sleep. Well, that was that, uh, last time. Is that uh, what I, I triple up? <laughs> no, no, you can't. You can't triple it up. Oh, uh, man. Fight of the night is not. Uh, we haven't had a fight of the night yet that uh, ended in a submission or knockout because it usually happened pretty early, at least in K four. Um, yeah. The only one that I would uh, I would say that could have been fight of the night was Nat Kaba and uh, Shida, but we were not. Um, well, I didn't have uh, enough money at that time to. Uh, away bonuses for that one but normally we uh like usually the submissions happen usually in the first round so it's sub in the night uh knockouts happen usually in the second round uh knockout of the night if it, if it goes all three rounds and it's back and forth that's usually what the fight of the night is so it has to be a pretty uh, even fight but you could definitely get like fight of the night and uh, knockout of the night if it's a fight like that for sure that's smelter kid be really good too man like you guys could definitely uh have be a dark horse fight of the night for sure, or submission of the night too, man. Because uh, Schmelzer like really put that Zach kid out to sleep, man. Uh, I'm gonna have him on at eight, so uh, he's coming on at eight, and then uh, you can listen to that one too, and uh, you get to see your opponent a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna ask him about putting that guy to sleep. <laughs> my bad, came in my headphones acting funky. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can hear you barely. Yeah, that's what happens. Like, if you don't have headphones, and you do it on your phone. It's uh, really hard to hear uh, our end of it. So, uh, the headphones is the best way to do it on the phone. But uh, I'll try and talk a little bit louder for everyone that's listening. It's all good. Hold on. Apologies. Hold on. Damn, there he goes. Back at it. Yeah, back at it. Now I can hear again. Good, perfect. Uh, we'll try and keep it quick for you. Uh, what's your prediction for this fight? How do you think it's going to end? Uh, my prediction for the fight? Um, honestly, I hope it go all three rounds because I just want to fight. Yo. I don't want to, you know, I want to quit. I mean, if I get a quick finish. And by all means, but like I want to fight, fight. I want all three rounds of just action and just blood, sweat. Man, the last time I I, I saw a fight uh, that you fought, I called that fight as well. It was um, it was you and uh, I think Vince, right? You fought Vince Capozzi in Ground Force. Who? Vince Capozzi in Ground Force. I kept the tattoo on his chest. Oh yeah, Vince, Vince. Yeah, and that fight went all three rounds, dude. And uh you broke him with your conditioning, man. And um uh, like I remember that fight. 
uh, I was training with Vince at the time too. Like I, I've always been friends with you, but uh, he was training with WNY, and uh, I was watching him, man, and he was like, he was looking really good too, and uh, he was in good shape. I know he's in good shape, and you still broke him down, dude. And um, man, your heart is unquestionable in the cage. Cardio, man, cardio, and yeah. it is. I feel like it's this it's just the for cardio. I feel like I don't know. I. It, it comes from the heart, you know what I mean? It comes from the yeah. heart. There's no quit. And uh, anyone that's watching that, like, I, I, talk, I talk about the fighters. It's my job to, like, talk about the fights. But uh, I'm serious about Max having uh, a, a real heart, dude. Like, he's got the heart that breaks people. You're going to have to, like, really – you to submit him, you're going to have – it's got to be deep, man. It's got to be in, and it's got to be perfect to get him. To knock him out, dude, you're going to have to, like, knock the consciences out of him because he's going to keep coming until – like his body is not reacting anymore, and that like that's the fighter that Max is. Like that's the fighter that we all were. It's like all coming back from the same roots that I come from, dude. So like we were uh, we were tough. I've been I, like I was punching him like a man when he was fourteen, and um, like he's a he's a the real deal, dude. Um, he's someone that's not gonna quit and he's not gonna back down. And this Jason Smelter kid is really tough too. And I'm so excited to to watch this fight. This is gonna be a great fight and. Dude, I'm so happy I get to call it, and um, I'm so happy you're coming back to town. I got a gym myself. It's Integrity Martial Arts, and yeah, uh, when you're in town, dude, if you want to pop in, I mean, come up. Yeah, man, pop in anytime, please. While you're in town, come on up. We we train Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I don't know when you're leaving or wh what you need to do when you come in, but feel free to come on in, man. And uh, just let me know if you're coming Thursday. I can open up a little bit early. If you need to cut weight, whatever you need to do, man, let me know. I don't need to cut weight, K man. I'm on weight. Nice, perfect. I, I fight where I walk around. So nice. I'm 25. So my brain, you know, is all it's not shrunken. So I could take some punches. I could eat punches all day. <laughs> you think that's why your cardio's so good that you don't cut weight? I I I, I it's a lifestyle, you know what I mean? It's a lifestyle. Yeah. You eat healthy and everything all the time? No, all the time. You know, I'm human. I love, I love food, and it doesn't help that you know I'm a chef too, so it's yeah. always around food. Oh man, so maybe by the time your career is over, you'll be moving up to 55. Maybe, absolutely. I love you. True trunk legs like Keith. Have you seen Keith lately? Dude, his legs are so thick. Man, he he put a little bit of weight on, but it's all in his legs, dude. And uh, oh, man, man. kick hard. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see him, man. Yeah, I can't wait to get you in. Uh, do you got anyone to uh, promote or thank no sponsors and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got no sponsors leading up to this fight, but you know, for the future, I am open to sponsors, but I'm very specific of what I want and what I'm doing. Um, so if anybody is serious with helping me grow with my journey. You know, my goal is to be the best in the Northeast and then make my way to Southeast Asia and live there for a year to train and eventually, you know, come back as a pro. And that's that's the that's the goal. And Man, that's awesome. I do I guys don't don't uh, I'm not sure what where he is in the car, but don't miss Max's fight. It's gonna be awesome. And then if you buy tickets through Max, if you put in K four 
Pawn, I believe it would be K4 pawn with no space. Yeah, I would, I would have to ask Keith. Um, yeah, it could be K4 Dorn as well. I'll uh, when I go back and I, I post this uh, one on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll put in the header what uh, what your promo code is. If it's K4 Dorn or K4 Pawn, and then uh, if you do buy tickets from Max, you'll get credit for the ticket and he'll get a few bucks. And uh, that that helps all these fighters out, man. You got you see, he's got to do his interview from the car. He's got a nice studio with pictures hanging in it. He's doing it from his car. So, and when you get some new earbuds and uh, uh, you know, like a studio, so he can uh, do it in the studio. Uh, Max, thank you so much for your time, man. We appreciate you, and uh, I'll see you in just a few weeks, right? Uh, what are we? Three weeks away now? Something like that. Three weeks out. Three yeah, weeks out. Three weeks. 27th, don't miss it, guys. All right. With that, we're out of here. Peace.